Benny, and you're listening to Unaccepted Podcast. Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. <laughs> Manny, what the fuck is that? Uh, it's our... It's basically our favorite aqua goddess from Konosuba. <laughs> okay, why? It was her birthday two days ago. So you just had to interrupt my intro like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you gotta you gotta praise the youth the useless goddess aqua. Manny, you're useless. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm your host Tony, and I'm Manny, and this is the Unaccepted Pod. Uh, we got some great topics here today, so Manny, with that interruption, why don't you start us off? <laughs> uh, oh my god, yes. So, I hope everybody remembers we had a congressional, well, he's been upgraded to the status of Florida man now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had the congressional candidate in Florida talking about how like uh, K-pop, uh, yeah, K-pop was like foreign propaganda for Big socialism. socialists. And BTS meant so big time socialism. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's going after Dragon Ball Z. Oh, he's just hitting all the weebs. Yeah. I or, mean, if you're trying to get hold some- on, hold on. I'm educated now from the last episode. The the weeaboos and Koreaboos. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, good to know you got that down. Yep. Yeah, but apparently he's going after anime, especially like DBZ, and saying, well, like, what was he saying again? Uh, he's warning the world of pornographic anime like Dragon Ball Z. Pornographic? Yes. Not the violence? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if Dragon Ball Z is pornographic, then shit, I've been watching hentai for years and shit then. Oh, man. No, if, if Dragon Ball Z is pornographic, then what is hentai? Hentai is anime porn. Well... If he thinks Dragon Ball Z is anime porn, what is that puts hentai at a whole nother level now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. The uh, uh, level of over 9,000. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I mean, this was, this was funny. I just want to see more stuff about this fool. I mean, we already have, like, the whole K-pop uh, uh, possible agenda. Yes. And now we have the, him going after animes, DBZ, and all this other shit, saying it's pornographic, all this other yada, 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 Florida man shit. Oh, man. We should be trolling him. We should be, like, sending him links to, den- like, really etchy anime. <laughs> I'll probably just send him straight hentai. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> send him fucking hentai videos, hentai books, dojins, fan art, everything. Oh, man. I can even send him a video clip of Stanley from The Office. You know which I'm talking about. Oh, um, it's uh, hentai it's, and it's, it's art. art. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which you were trying to watch last week, I think, right? Yes. But then I had to break the news to you that it was a deleted scene. <laughs> yes, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. So I, as much as I hate this fool, like just how stupid he is, I'm looking forward to see what his next move is. Yeah, do we do you have like a, a profile on him? What's his age? Like how obviously boomer, but <laughs> Yeah, from the most part a lot of people are saying he is a boomer. Um yeah, damn it. Sorry, I know this is probably production stuff I should have had you look up beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just curious because you know, it, it's funny now that technology's gone around and we're able to, you know, we're able to actually see video, live video more of all these things going on and social media platforms are giving them an extra voice so we get to see more of who these people are. Yeah. It has been amazing. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you remember when um, they were doing these, they were uh, grilling, a, who was it? It was uh, Bill Gates or somebody from Microsoft. No, they were building like a CEO from uh, uh, from Microsoft. Yeah. And they're telling them, like, well... Okay, yeah. So, uh, K.W. Miller, that's his name, or Carl Walter Miller, um, he is an American energy uh, analyst and conservative commentator. He's about 54 years old. Oh, wow. I expected him to be a lot older. I was expecting it, too, honestly. Well, I guess that's Florida for you, but... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think the funniest one is saying uh, where he announced that Beyonce's not black. Oh, jeez, man. 
Maybe uh maybe he'll be Kanye West's running mate. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> his vice president. Right? <laughs> or his secretary press. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of like what I was saying when the when they had when they were grilling them about the the advertisements coming up. Yeah. With the phones and they're like, you know, whenever Whenever um, we Google this, why do they get advertisements for this? And they're like, uh, sir, we don't make iPhone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll tag you on the video, dude. It's it's really, really sad. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Because this is actually part of the committee that's supposed to oversee a lot of the technology development. Yeah. And they're, it, they're, I mean, they're old. They're very old, and they have no idea how none of this works. And it's, it's just <laughs> sad. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Anything else with uh, with our buddy over there? I mean, there's a lot to say, but <laughs> I'm, I I don't want to dive deep into this disappointment, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully we, he can uh, move move his way. He's hit K-pop. He's hit anime. So let's see if he moves into gaming next. I wouldn't doubt it. Everybody's going after gaming. That's what's next, right? Didn't uh, Joe Rogan bash on it recently, too? Yes, Joe Rogan recently bashed on video games to be a complete waste of time. Which, I mean, it can be, but also it's a form of entertainment, honestly. Yeah. it's a It could be a pastime. It could actually be a hobby. There's people that actually make money off playing video games. Twitch streamers, actual eSport leagues and everything. Yes, yes. To kind of throw it back, since we're kind of in that general area discussion too, did you happen to see that uh, that bill that they're trying to get passed right now about having uh, recruiters not be on Twitch? What do you mean, like, like uh, army and navy recruiters? Oh, they're also trying to get rid of uh, recruiters in high schools now too. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they're calling. Well, obviously, it is predatory. <laughs> 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 obviously, but like, I guess they're trying to call them out because they have them on Twitch and they're promoting, you know, recruitment to all the kids. You know. Yeah. Um. You know, back in my day, it was more. Um. I was driving around in my bucket car, and some guy in a brand new Charger would pull up next to me and be like, "Hey, kid." You want one of these? <laughs> I feel so bad for the new recruits, especially the ones straight from out of high school, because they're the ones that get like fucking, fucking thrown down the gutter with these new cars and shit. Especially the challengers and chargers. Oh, you, dude! I swear to God, it happened to me twice. He pulled <laughs> up on me with a charger. Two different guys pulled up on me with a charger, and I was in my little old bucket Mustang at the time. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, kid, you want one of these? I can list you and get you a bonus right now." <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> no, yeah. So going back to the video games, I had like two. I share. I remember I shared this post when I saw the video and everything, and some of the comments I had were kind of like nice, honestly, because it kind of goes back to like people that actually support gaming and just think it's all bullshit. Yeah. Uh, one friend said, uh, "Time enjoyed is not wasted." Uh, yeah, another one says, uh, "What else are we gonna do these days?" I mean, it honestly gets us away from politics. Oh yeah. I mean, right now, the politics is a fucking mess and a nightmare. Yeah, so a lot of people just see it as an escape, honestly. I mean, that's all it's always been. Mm-hmm. Escape from whatever it may be, but yeah, that's all it's yeah. always been. So, I mean, I don't do it as much as I used to, but mostly because I get, you know, my head involved in so many other things, yeah. you know? It's, it's always hard for me. I'm always switching off gaming, then I go to anime, and then I go to K-dramas, and then I just go off to just... Nothing. I'll just sit with the, I'll just sit in my room for like hours, just like staring at the TV screen, my PS4 on, and just not doing shit. Honestly, exciting. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like sometimes I'm just bored. I'll just be on Discord with my friends, just talking and shit, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it's kind of the same thing. I get on anime for a little bit, or I have some kind of project for the house or the car going on, mm-hmm. you know. Or more recently, like training the puppy. Yeah, getting getting that boy to behave. So, yeah, but I mean, every once in a while, I'll still throw it on and, and try to get some Forza in or something. Yeah. Okay. Which everybody's trying to get me to get a gaming computer so I can play Forza with them. All right. <laughs> Does that cross-platform plas- cross to the uh, Xbox? I have no idea. Okay. Either way, my my computer's a setup for gaming, too, so. Yeah, I mean... I, I don't I I'd probably be able to buy like a gaming laptop. I've already been recommended which one. But at the same time I was like I actually just do want to save money, honestly. Never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. 
old people stuff, old people <laughs> advice, but never bad thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I hope we get more updates on K.W. Miller and his conspiracy theories to gain congressional support. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see. Well, tag me in, Manny. All righty. So we got an update on Hertz again, right? Yes, yes, yes. So I did say that I promised I'd try to look into uh, where and how they're going to start getting rid of the cars and if it could be available to you guys. And yes, they are. You can actually go to the Hertz website and go under their sales, and they have the cars that they have posted uh, for sale right now. So I looked up my zip code, and I got 99 pages worth of cars. <laughs> and um, they are going for a relatively fair price. Yeah, I did look at the prices, honestly. I was They're actually... all below Kelly Blue Book for dealer. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That surprised me, actually. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, well, it's not a surprise because they want to sell. $200,000 or $200,000, 200,000 cars to get rid of by the end of the year. Yeah. That's an ambitious goal. It is. But it is under their condition for the Chapter 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're getting pretty aggressive. They're starting them off already. I mean, advice is like if you are looking for one, a used car, you might find a pretty good deal right now in there. And... Mm-hmm. You know, you could wait a little bit and see if they get a little bit more desperate to knock those prices even more down and, you know, liquidate them faster, you know? Which we might see closer to the end of the year. Yeah, closer to the end of the year. But, you know, there is the gamble of the best ones because, you know, these are rental cars. Yeah. Rental cars are driven. So, obviously, you're gonna you're not going to see 2018, 2019s with, like, 7,000 miles, 10,000 nope. miles. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be 30,000 miles, maybe 27 if you're lucky kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, But that's why if you kind of want something in that lower range, it might be better to strike first because everybody that's going to buy them first are going to go for those lower mileage ones first, and then all that's going to be left are the... What I'm looking at right now on the website, 2018 Corolla with... 89,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> For like what? Like nine grand or something like that? Oh, it's uh, 11 grand. 11 grand? Okay. 11 grand. I did notice you were looking at Mustangs again. That was more for you. <laughs> okay. I wanted to see if the if the deal was how it was compared to you because I felt like you got a pretty good deal. Yeah. So I wanted to see like compare kind of if you got a good deal or if maybe if you would have waited, you could have caught onto these. You know what I mean? Did you notice the biggest factor from all those Mustangs? Every single one of them was a convertible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I remember I, a friend recently rented a Mustang, and it was a convertible as well. I kind of gave him shit for it. There was only one. Well, I was I filtered it down to the GTs. So those were just the GTs, and only one of them was a coupe. Interesting. Yes. I mean, they had a shit ton of them they had a bunch of the eco boosts yeah and um were they all convertibles too i didn't even pay attention (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know the deal actually wasn't too bad just a little bit more mileage that's for sure yeah i mean the one i was looking at that i was trying to compare to yours kind of Mm -hmm. was a 2019 it had a 27,000 miles and it was 30 grand flat Oh, shit. And it was the full premium package. Okay. So it's slightly more mileage than you had, but only $3,000 more. And it's the 19, so it actually has the the newer motor, mm-hmm. the newer generation Coyote motor. Yeah. So instead of the thir- the 435, you'd be looking at the direct ejection For 460. Like, yeah, 460. So it's actually not bad. And even though that one was a convertible... If you kind of take an apple-to-apple comparisons, convertibles are technically usually more expensive. They always are. But yeah, that's what I mean. If they would have had that in a coupe, it probably would have been the same price as your car, but newer and around, you know, not a huge difference on mileage. So they're actually pretty decent deals right now. Yeah, that's true. And uh, they had trucks and everything on there. Um, I did did look for that Civic I want to get my wife, Mm -hmm. but they didn't have it. None of the hatchbacks? (laughs) No, no, none of the hatchback tourings or nothing. Okay. I was hoping I'd find a little a little base model for her, but nothing. What about, what about the commercial side? Nothing from the commercial side? I didn't see anything on the commercial side. Um, if I had to speculate on why, I'd imagine that the business hurt 
is a little bit more on the private side than it is their commercial lines. Okay. Because even though, yeah, businesses are kind of hurting and everything from coronavirus, um, a lot of them are still moving. So those that side that needs rentals for commercial side probably still was renting and still keeping that side active. No, and it's true. Um, so for my family's business, which is a nursery, since we do a wholesale and we do deliveries, uh, one of our vehicles was actually hit. And so the insurance of the other party was uh, decided that they were at fault. So they were going to help us uh, repair the vehicle and at the same time get us a rental car. Okay. So when they told us what car it was, they told us it was going to be a pickup truck. I was like, no, we need a closed van because the plants can't be exposed to air when it's traveling at high speeds because that's how they get burned and dried. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not because like the soil gets blown off? No, because the wind will actually affect it and it'll just come out dry and looking sh- like shitty, actually. Did not know that. Yeah. So that's why we keep them enclosed. I mean, trees, um, shrubs and everything, like big containers and stuff, that can handle it. But this is like small plants. Uh, what we specialize is ground cover, which is meant for landscape jobs and stuff. Uh, some of them can withstand the air and stuff, but like uh, not all of them, though. Okay. Manny the botanist. Yeah. <laughs> so when they told us a pickup truck, it was like, no, we can't, it, it can't be a pickup truck. It actually has to be a cargo van. So they've been trying to look for a cargo van. And since all this whole pandemic started, not one cargo van has been available ever since then. And it's already been a few mo- quite a few months. Really? Yeah. Okay. So if anything, that site is staying busy. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Not for us, though. Well- <laughs> Well, it's good to hear that there's still some continuing businesses, and that means if the, if that side's busy, then hopefully those industries are staying afloat through this. Yeah, It sucks because I was hoping to find my Civic. I can go and buy another car for her wifey, but I guess until now she's going to have to uh, drive the truck or the Mustang when I get it smogged. <laughs> <laughs> you still on that issue? Well, it's there. The check engine lights off. Cats are back in. Everything. I just have to make an appointment with the DMV, and then I'll go get it smogged. Orally. So, but uh, yeah, I was hoping to find something and just go ahead and pick something up. But mm-hmm. if not, hopefully, maybe somebody listening is in the market or was debating on maybe picking up something in the you know newer used market, and this might be a good opportunity to jump on it now. Oh yeah, shoot for sure. Um. Your sister might have been able to benefit from that a lot because she, she got a V6, right? She um, she got a 2019 Dodge Challengers SXT, which is the six-cylinder. Yeah, and I think those are pretty common on rentals too, right? Honestly, I'm not even too sure. But she got a really good deal, especially with the mileage it had. Okay. Well, she probably would have had more mileage for sure. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, maybe there would have been a deal in there. Yeah, it, like I said, 2019, and then it had like... I want to say it had 11,000 miles on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. And it was cheaper than my car. Well, it's V6. <laughs> <laughs> so she really got a good deal, especially for the mileage and the price on it. And she's been completely happy with it. Very nice. She tried the Challenger when she was looking for them. She was in the market still. She just she wasn't just impressed, even if it was a Hemi. Okay. So well, she bought a Challenger, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm was, I was just saying, like, the Charger, she wasn't impressed. Oh, okay, you said Challenger first. Yeah. No, I said Charger. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. The names always get mixed up, honestly, I bet. Same, same. Mm-hmm. Two-door, four-door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's the update I have. So if anybody is in the market for something in the newer used market, um, like I said, look at what they have right now. I might keep an eye on it and see if I see any dramatic drops in prices and maybe give another update. Okay. Yeah, see if definitely. they start getting desperate around, you know, November. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, honestly. I mean, when you got two months and if you still have $100,000 or 100,000 cars to get rid of, who knows, you know? Mm-hmm. Might be a real good deal. And I just might say, well, babe, sorry, I can't get the exact car you wanted, but deals are deals, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Manny, why don't you take us into our next one? So for anybody that's interested, if anybody knows the series, Goblin Sayer, the the anime, their movie finally came out on Crunchyroll. I I mean, usually with these type of movies, especially from Crunchyroll and other big big, uh, companies like that, well, it's even movie theaters. 
about this whole COVID situation. They're jumping in straight to streaming. Oh, okay. Which I'm kind of thinking they might do with the Demon Slayer movie coming up as well. Well, I mean, I haven't heard anything about movie theaters opening back up yet. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, who knows if they're even going to survive this, honestly. Uh, what was that one movie theater that got into shit because they decided not to play any... Uh, what was it? I think it was uh, DreamWorks or uh, AMC was no longer going to play any movies from a certain... From a certain producing company or I what? I think it was Universal Pictures. That's a pretty big one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, they didn't like the tro- the new Trolls movie, how successful it was when they directly streamed it instead of going to movie theaters when the whole COVID situation was still beginning. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And even though the the studio says, yeah, we want to like still continue streaming it, but also once the movie theaters open again, we want to get the movie it's still in movie theaters so people can actually still go to movie theaters. But AMC apparently didn't like that still, and they they banned their movies from ever being played at their theaters. You know, that's an interesting move because at the very end, it's not really the No, theaters. at the very end, I'm going to be sure they're going to go bankrupt. Well, that's what I mean. At, at the end, it's not really the theaters that's that's bringing the people. It's the movies that brings mm-hmm. the people to the theaters, you yeah. know? Yikes. Yeah. So, uh, going back, um, for everybody that's interested, Goblin Slayer is now on Crunchyroll streaming. Um Please go through Control. Don't go through third-party sites. Uh, that's the re- they're the whole reason why we actually get our anime to the West, uh, so we can enjoy what we love and everything. Yes, because they don't really get the uh, the credit counts right for views and advertising money and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, they right? don't. Yes, I'll admit I used to do all those uh, websites for the free anime back in the day. <laughs> I mean, that's all. That's all. That's what introduced it out it, here. It really did, like um, torrented. And like fan subs and basically illegal uh, anime sites, that actually is they're the reasons why we actually got anime into the West. Yeah, because honestly, like I didn't really even know what Crunchyroll was for a long time. Mm-hmm. I literally got all my stuff through uh, Kiss Anime and stuff like that. I'm not too sure. I'll have to fact check myself, but I think some of the big sites that are legit now started off as not legit sites. Really? Uh, I'd have to go back, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so don't quote me on that. Uh, but yeah, uh, for people that don't know about the movie or not have seen the series at all, it's a really good anime. Just be careful with the first episode. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. No, my wife walked out of the room. She's like, I'm not watching this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did she really? Yes, yeah, she did. Like not, the, not just the scenario. Not just the scenario, but even just the the art style in the eyes, what, like what the goat eyes. Damn. It just she she just did not like it. She's like, nope, I'm not watching this. No, <laughs> she just walked out. She's losing points with me. Sorry, that's what happens. First, it was the Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter's movie. Now this shit. <laughs> She's caught up on Harry Potter now. <laughs> what about Lord of the Rings? Not yet. You're fucking up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, yeah, so Goblin Slayer is a really good anime. I enjoyed it. Best girl would be the high archer archer elf. Uh, but please be advised, there is some very graphic contact on the very first episode. Just a warning. But yeah. Other it, than that. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah. Other than that, enjoy it. Yeah. Overall, really good, though. Mm-hmm. And I'm not so too, I'm have not you watched it yet? The movie? No, I still have to watch it. Oh. And I think I'm actually gonna rewatch the series again and just to just to get up. Well, I don't. Yeah, I have to look up honestly if it continues off from where it left off or it's just a spin off. Maybe. Okay, if it's a spin off, you don't really need to go back and watch the whole yeah. season. So again. first, I'm gonna confirm that with myself because I haven't paid attention to it for a while. the The last time I paid attention to Goblin Slayer was on the Damachi mobile app game. They did a collab. Okay. So they had Rue Leon in the outfit from the girl, uh, the elf girl from uh, Goblin Slayer. Okay. So I made sure I'd spent some money to actually get that shit. Oh, pay to geez. win. <laughs> pay to win. <laughs> if it's for my girl Rue, I'll pay to win. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but yeah, that's the update for you guys on that Crunchyroll movie. All right, sick. <laughs> what else we got? Oh, so flying cars. What's that about? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I. So uh, if it seems kind of weird for our transition, sometimes we come up with different topics and we just write it on a whiteboard. And then I'd say, all right, 
this is my title, and he's got to try to figure out what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, we have flying cars for our next segment. Uh, New Hampshire is the technology capital. No, it's not the technology capital. <laughs> so they're on the forefront. They actually are pulling permits to legalize flying cars. Now, um, obviously, this is something that everybody's kind of like thought about, dreamed about. But, and, you know, there's always been those concepts I'm sure you've seen here and there, right? Mm-hmm. But there's actually three companies producing um, basically concepts that are going to be full-on production cars. Production flying cars. Production flying cars. Foldable wings, all that stuff. And, and New Hampshire is legalizing them for the road so that they can kind of be the home state to test and develop them with the FFA and everything. Low to the ground on the roads, right? Not like flying up because wouldn't that disturb airspace? So they haven't really made that clear in the article I read. Yeah. Uh, the article was from uh, uh, the local Fox channel or local Fox News for that for New Hampshire. Okay. And uh, they haven't really cleared that, but they're working with FFA for like safety regulations as far as like... Which I'm pretty sure FFA wants to be involved because that involves... Yes, of course. Of course. That would involve... So they're going through everything as far as like um, keeping it legal for roads with the seatbelts, signals, and everything, and what they're going to need in the air as well. Yeah. So the obviously the idea is to kind of get change the way we travel, distances, and everything. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know if that means there's going to be a height minimum or what, but it's pretty interesting. And they already kind of named the law that they use to legalize the. Uh, I did the hear. The, I did hear the name. <laughs> it is. Jetson's Law. <laughs> I hope everybody can hear this. <laughs> you could have told me. I could have just spliced that in on the editing. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is actually pretty crazy. So like, you know, just this month alone, we've kind of seen electric cars kind of with, you know, the, the Mach-E 1400 make this crazy debut and show oh, us yeah, the potential dude. of electric, right? I showed it to my dad. He was, I don't know, he's always criticized. Like, do we really need that much power and stuff? Uh-huh. Yeah, but I just told him, hey, man, if, if if we can do it, we can do it. Oh, man, you got, you got, when you started that sentence, I thought you were going to be like, when you showed it to him, he kind of got excited for it. Oh. <laughs> but no, it went the other way. Yeah. Oh, man. He doesn't have the vision, man. I know, I know. <laughs> you should have just told him, like, look, this car is capable of producing 4,000 pounds of torque. Yep. Imagine what it'll do for the business. Towing. <laughs> he, he did laugh about the Ken Block uh, trial, though. The Ken Block trial? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's he's just a bucket of fun, man. But, um, but yeah, so we saw what electric cars are doing, and they're going to be something wild if this technology keeps up the way it's going, yeah. you know? Now, how long... So we kind of saw, you know, Tesla get introduced um, years ago now. Yeah. And start off as this electric car with, you know, long charging times and short battery distance, you know what I mean? And now they're kind of getting longer and longer. Um, and now they introduce miles. now they introduce the big semi trucks and everything. Yeah, the semi trucks, the autonomous driving, fast charging. Now we are getting some performance going into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're on electric cars are on pace a lot faster than I thought they would be to actually get something pretty, pretty decent and yeah. everyday available. So. This is the first trickle down, just like the first autonomous car and, you know, the first uh, cities and counties to allow autonomous cars driving around on the streets. You know what I mean? So New Hampshire is the first one allowing these little flying cars to kind of make their way in. You know, how long do you think before this kind of starts getting a little bit more towards the Tesla side? Who knows? I mean, Elon Musk, he's an interesting character when he comes up with shit. Yeah, I mean, you already saw what he said recently, right? What do you say? Well, apparently the, I don't know if it was the prime minister of Egypt or the, I don't even know if they have a prime minister or if it's a king or whatever, but some high ranking official invited Elon Musk to go visit the pyramids because Elon Musk made the announcement that the pyramids are made or were created by the aliens. (laughs) And so they invited over to to disprove that comment that he made. (laughs) It's another Kanye in the making. 
you know, he's kind of always been out there, though. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of always been out there. Kanye kind of had like a point where everybody thought he was sane, and then he just kind of like fell into this hole of madness. Yeah. But, you know, e- Elon Musk is a whole nother character in his own. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just kind of found it interesting that if they're, there's three companies actually producing these models. Okay. And they're going to go into production. And they're actually not as bad as you might think. Well, we gotta consider. I think Tesla might get involved soon, in my opinion, because they already have the ro- they already built those rockets where they can sh- like fire them, well, not fire them, launch them, and then actually have them land standing up. So yeah. who knows if maybe they're gonna try to develop something similar to that, where the cars can not only just fly but just hover low to the ground and just when they're parked they just sit back on the floor. I guess. Like always seen in some of the future movies, in futuristic movies. Yeah, I just kind of feel like that might be um, hazardous. Because mm-hmm. you got to think about what kind of force they have to push down on the ground in order to lift the car. That is true. And not only that, it kind of defeats the purpose of having a flying car. Having mm-hmm. a flying car is you want to get up and over the traffic and, you know, as the bird flies to your destination. Unless they somehow integrate, I think I remember seeing a skateboard that was actually considered an actual hoverboard. Not like those... Damn hoverboards that actually had two wheels still on the ground and catching spontaneously on fire. Yeah. Uh, I forgot who. I think it was Mercedes. But that kind of goes back to it's like a, a board and a person standing is still a lot less thrust that you need to throw at the ground no, 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 in order no. to Do you remember hover. who it was, though? I think it was Mercedes. I think it was a car company. I don't. Uh, but they actually built a magnetic road and then the hoverboard had magnets where they would oh, keep Oh, magnetic. Yeah. So maybe like integrate something like that, maybe. Yeah, but then you're talking about major infrastructure change. No, yeah, yeah. That's no, I don't, I don't see that one happening. Mm-hmm. But what interests me is that these three companies are producing cars. They're gonna make it a full-on production thing. It's not gonna be one-off concept. It's not gonna be built just for a specific person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two of these companies have already released pricing, and for this kind of car, what do you think the pricing is gonna be at? It's probably going to be some ridiculous amount that only like the rich people can afford, honestly. Throw a number out. I don't know. Probably like 200000 I don't know. That's a ridiculous number? Uh, for me. Okay. I mean, that's not even like a high-end Ferrari, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I just confirmed that the hoverboard was actually Lexus. It was a Mercedes. Oh, okay. Well, you're actually really close. I do got to give you kudos because I, when I thought about this question, I thought about like, okay, each flying car is going to be, you know, a million dollar fucking rig. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But no, they're actually a lot cheaper than I thought they would be. So they have uh, the company that's making the Switchblade and that's only going to ring in at $120,000. Starting price. Starting price. Yes, correct. Which is... You know, I think that's even cheaper than some of the Teslas that started out. That is true. <laughs> when you think about it, like, so obviously when you make one-offs and concepts, mm-hmm. it's ridiculously expensive. But these are going to be full-fledged production cars available and mass, well, as mass-produced as they're going to be, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and on the higher end side is the PAL-V. And that one's going to be selling starting at $400,000. Ooh. Yes, the other company has not yet released um, any kind of pricing of what they expect theirs to be. I don't know if that means that their production isn't where the other ones are yet. Or they're probably just still in research and development. Possibly. Before they can finalize like how much it costs them to make and what price point they can set. Yes, so this the other one is the uh, Terrafuga Transition. Terrafuga. Yes. <laughs> Fuga, my ass. <laughs> Um, it's kind of funny because I feel like I've seen a YouTube video of these kind of things of the way they look. Yeah. But, um, obviously these are actually in design. Like they're Mm -hmm. actually being produced. There's actually a concept model for the, for the PAL V doesn't look too, you know, it looks crazy, but it, it, it almost looks like a, um, what are those, those, uh, slingshots. It kind of looks, almost looks like a slingshot, but with a roof. And since the wings kind of fold over, it looks like it has one of those uh, those like camping pods that people strap onto the roofs. I still don't like understand. cargo pods. I still don't know what those are or what the purpose is for cargo space. But why do people in the car community put them? 
for aesthetics. <laughs> what what aesthetic though? Like I've always pondered about that, but I don't know. But yes, like obviously I don't think this is something I would ever buy. But I thought it was actually something really crazy just to see how fast our technology is going now. That is true. So obviously again, too, it's nothing that I would see as very fun <laughs> as far as like you can't really do competition in those. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this is kind of crazy. Who knows? Maybe in a, another 10 years, it's going to be kind of like a small time Tesla. and We're going to see him here and there just sporadically driving around or flying above us. That is true. Now that I think about it, honestly. Yeah. So what else we got, Manny? We can move on to the next one. Okay. So we've been doing a lot of IG segments that it contained to anime. And now, since you brought it up last time, we decided this time we'll do we'll try one about cars. And you brought up a question. Yes, I did. So I posted a question about how many cars is too many. Okay. So... um Let's start with you, Manny. We'll, we'll actually get your question on there. How many do you think is too many for you? I think max. Like, realistically. Max, for me, would be like six cars, honestly. Six cars? Yes. All right. So how would you classify them? One can be like the show car. Other one can be like a performance. One can be like a cruiser, daily. And the other one's just projects, I guess. Okay. Something just to, something just to keep, my, like, keep my head, keep my time busy and stuff. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Um, so for me, I think it would be somewhere around six. Six as well? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because um, so I already, right now, I already have the Cobra. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the Type R. I need to go buy another daily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. A work truck. That's what I was going to get to. Mm-hmm. I have I have the pickup truck. I'm not counting my wife's car because hers is going to be the other Mustang. Because when you think about it, a truck, you can do so much. There's so much utility. Well, you're going to need it. Yeah. You're going to need it. You need a truck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not counting my wife's car. And I, after I buy the daily, um, which maybe we can get into it towards the end of the episode, um, I would want to buy a drift car. <laughs> oh, shit. And maybe just a comfortable like Lexus BMW, Mercedes, something, something, you know, something a little bit more luxurious just to cruise around in. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't have to be the truck. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So that, I would be somewhere around six, yeah, maybe seven. (laughs) I'd take a classic just to cruise, not something luxurious and new. Yeah, that works too. But, um, so we had a bunch, a bunch of responses to this one as well. Um, (laughs) I had to repost it because I, uh, did a typo. I put the dollar sign instead of the number sign and I had some. (laughs) mixture of responses that didn't make sense until i looked back at it again (laughs) but uh we have uh we're we're gonna i'm gonna read these off and then we're gonna gonna talk about what the average is okay because there's kind of an average that sticks out pretty hard okay so um we have one guy who put uh oh oh leo actually he responded and said it would be five cars for him okay so we'll put five up on the board he already has five cars does he? I think so. Well, he's happy as hell. <laughs> uh, one of them is out of commission in the garage. I mean, they have to be. No, he crashed it, I think. Well, I don't oh. know who crashed it, but it's out of commission. Ouch. I'm sorry, Leo. <laughs> um. So we got another one from uh, Garage Supermad, and he responded that his number is four. Okay. Right? And... The most conservative response we had <laughs> was from uh, on IG was from Rafa, and he said two to three, one of them being his lady's car. Hmm. So that is the most conservative. I I'm in shock. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have another response from uh, A A Wolf, and he's kind of like in our area. He said his number is eight. AA's for quitters. <laughs> and he's halfway there. So he's already oh, at four. Okay. So he, he's getting ready to live the dream right now. <laughs> I fucking love this guy's name. Booty Booty Patrol C10. <laughs> oh, shit. I already know he has a C10. Um, He has it at eight. Okay. Spook three. Three to four. And then we had... There's always got to be that one guy that... 
just throws the question out the window and just clogs up my thing. <laughs> so Sparky responded and oh, said, "God damn it!" <laughs> he said he has um like five hundred Hot Wheels. So he, you know, right over his head, he had to be that one. <laughs> I mean, he could probably sell all those Hot Wheels because I'm pretty sure they're all collectibles, and he can, he can actually get himself a decent decent car from Hertz. There we go. Hey, maybe we can shout it out. It's time for him to get a good reliable. <laughs> Pretty much. But so we have kind of the average is looking like at four. Yeah, understandable, actually. So since it seems like the kind of average answer is about four, if you had to limit yourself to four, what would they be? Like in category or with actual cars? Like making models let's do category because if you do actual make and model i'm gonna be here forever trying to decide <laughs> okay so yeah actually two of them would actually be classic cars just to have a switch off uh, from one cruise car to the next one mm-hmm. uh a truck preferably a heavy duty one maybe um and then probably like a daily with some good performance in it okay very sensible mm-hmm. so for me i would have to have one a truck I need, you know, some kind of utility and tow rig. Yeah. Um, two would have to be a track car. Okay. So I need something to for the truck to tow. <laughs> you see how it works there? I need something for the truck to tow, not like I need a truck to tow the race car. <laughs> You're going to tow the race car, and the race car is going to be on jacks on the trailer. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then I would want... um. Some kind of comfortable car mm-hmm. that would probably end up doubling as my daily. Okay. And then I would probably have like a project street car. Okay. Which would basically be a fun car that, that would keep street legal, but maybe I can still have some fun and go to the track and do like car shows and things yeah. like that, you know? Because obviously the track car will probably be built where I couldn't drive it on the street. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So if I had to limit to four, that's the way it would be. Okay. And obviously, that doesn't include my wife. (laughs) (laughs) It can never include me. I'm single. Ladies, ladies. I doubt they're going to listen. Nobody listens to this. (laughs) Sad boy hours. Sad boy hours. Yeah, so that was our uh, question of the week for this. Um, It's not on the whiteboard, but I wanted to toss out something else we were discussing before we started recording. Okay. So, you showed me some video of... um, an event at Grange. Oh, yeah. Which I think is kind of actually awesome. It was interesting because... Okay, so for the most people, for the OGs that know the track, everybody knows it by Grange. For anybody that doesn't know by Grange, it is Apple Valley Speedway. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Small little tactical track course, but it was actually more of a go-kart course, right? Yeah, like more a little shifter kart course. Yeah. But a lot of people like it because it's very windy, so people like it for drifting and for like little tactical time attack, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, more drift than time attack, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, we do do a little time attack on there. So uh, I was talking to some buddies on Discord, and they told me, they started telling me, so when they started telling me this information, they told me, send me this, I want to see this actually. So it was the group called A Automotive, from what I've been told, they're like a... Uh, what's the word? I just got a brain fart right now. It's a takeover. Yeah, takeover group. There yeah. you go. <laughs> I am blanking out on the other big page that does it. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts with a C. Oh, uh, what is it? CDK? Yes, CDK. CDK. Yeah. Um, I already took A something. What was it? A Automotive. A Automotive. Mm-hmm. They normally are organizers of like the big takeovers out in LA and you know, and their shenanigans. Yeah, basically the stuff we've been saying for years that they're ruining the industry, that they're burning all the spots, they're making the cities very hot on the car enthusiasts that are out in the streets. To the point where they've already made a task force to go after cars, modified cars and stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, so it looks like they actually rented out the whole entire track. Which it's kind of amazing like i'm actually really glad and happy to see this yeah some of us we were actually talking about on discord and we were saying like if the shit that they do who knows if they're gonna get banned or maybe they're gonna be welcome because when you look at the videos that was a lot of people i have never seen that many well andy's sleigh day and stuff like that gets pretty packed but not as packed as what we yeah no not as packed as that that was like full 
car show status. Full car, yeah, full car show, just packing the cars in, and <laughs> and in the videos, the majority of them, the like legit, the majority of all the cars that came were hard parked, and maybe one or two cars on the track. But you know what? When you think about it, when they do these events and they're doing uh they're doing takeovers and shutting down the streets, there's out there's hundreds hundreds maybe even a thousand cars you know what i mean i've Mm -hmm. been to one of their i went once before to like one of their bigger ones with like a big bang yeah car shows or whatever car meets Mm -hmm. um but it's always hundreds and hundreds of cars but there's only like a handful who are sitting there doing donuts in the middle right yeah most of them are there to look at it, to to be in it and watch. You know what I mean? And get hit by the cars. And <laughs> get hit by the cars. Which I'm starting to think is a trend now. I think they're actually doing it on purpose. It might be. But, uh, they're stupid. But anyways, so out of this whole group of hundreds, it's always only a couple who are doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. So if they're able to rent the track out, pack it up, the owners of the track make money, and the little handful who wants to sit there and you know, do their donuts. Um, oh, Apple Valley Speedway did finish their skid pad. I did. Yeah, I did. So they have a full skid pad there for doing donuts and roasting their tires up, you know, Mm -hmm. they're at a track. The, it looks, it looks like, um, they made people stay fairly far away from where they were doing the donuts. Yes. It didn't look like they were super close to them, right? No. So it looks like they were safe. They were at a track. They paid to be in there. Um, it supported, you know, the track in their business there. I am all for it. I'm happy that they did it. It's great. Well, what's funny is that, like, there was, like, countless multiple groups of everybody doing their own two-step competitions and stuff. <laughs> That's fine. I know. I just, I just thought it was funny. Like, I'm not trying to shit on it. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, no. You know what? If they want to do this all the time, go for it. That is great. Get it out over there. They've... Maybe I don't know how long it took them to figure out there's a little spot there that's, you know, relatively cheap. I'm sure with that many people, if they charged per head, it was probably pretty cheap. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the guys that organized it also made a profit. Oh yeah. With that many people? Heck yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean they probably put some money in their pocket instead of like risking being out in the streets and losing money by getting tickets or impounded and things like that, you know? And causing the rest of us troubles. Yeah, so I I think it's fucking great. I'm super happy to see that they actually made it out there and organized an event out there. I'm true. all for it. True, true. They need to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll finally calm down a little out here. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, you showed me a video. They were on the skid pad. I saw some two-stepping. They had, you know, their cars lined up like a show. They're all what, just a giant. I mean, as far as, like, covid going on i'm pretty sure they were all sneezing on each other because they were packed like sardines they were packed they were really packed and none of them was wearing masks oh yeah they were like they were like cheek to cheek in there there was so many people yeah um for those who have been to apple valley speedway it looked like the line went from the entrance of the gate up and over the main the big hill yes like car to car to car packed that is I've never seen that before. Just to get inside. Just to get inside, yeah. I've never seen that before. So, yeah, all for it. I think it's great. I think they, they even had some uh, some guys drifting in the actual course, right? Yes. Uh, so some of them were actually there to actually drift on the course. Again, better. I'm glad they're doing it there. So, but, again, it was very empty on the track. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, man. I think it's great. Let let them let them watch and spectate because uh, maybe to there kind was, of like oh, so go ahead. so I did remember uh, we were talking about it and it looked like there was actually a few cars at the track at one point. This dude literally stopped in the middle of the track, jumped out of his car with other cars already inbound, maybe coming to him just to take pictures. Oh God. It goes, right. it goes down to etiquette on the track. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, these are guys that were traditionally shutting down intersections and used to people <laughs> standing in the middle waiting to get hit. Yes. <laughs> so, all right, let's polish them a little bit on some track etiquette and safety. <laughs> but this is a major upgrade. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> but to kind of annex to this, kind of like what you were saying, they're all most of them are there to spectate. Yes. Car show and spectate, you know what I mean? Which the majority of times that like takeovers they're all spectating. Yeah. But uh this kind of brings us on along something a little bit interesting, a little bit off topic from this, but um 
So one thing I've always noticed and always wondered is that, you know, when I go to the bigger track events, there are no spectators. Zero. Which is kind of weird to me, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, when I go, I'm pretty excited to look and watch even, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Whenever I went to uh, the Speed Venture event, when I went to NASA, you know what I mean? It was almost like getting to see a car show and go seeing them go heads up on the track. Why do you you think so, though, like that there's not that many spectators? You know, I'm not really sure. I don't know if it could be maybe that they're just not aware that spectators are allowed, given right now they're not because of coronavirus. Or Um, do you think just because they're not heavily marketed like the big, uh, big league events, the big league races and stuff? I mean, it could be partially of that, too, but how heavily marketed is CDK and (laughs) Automotive, you know what I mean? Uh, It's all over social media, so... True, true. Maybe we just don't have the right people promoting it, but... Yes. I mean, before coronavirus, spectators were absolutely allowed, Mm -hmm. but the only spectators you would see there are, like, the wives or families of whoever was actually there to race, you know? family and friends. Not, I don't even think any really any friends. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> it was it literally empty. Pretty much whoever drove in with you was watching you. True. And since our buddy, our sponsor and buddy Scott, they have their track day coming up, they did invite us if we ever just want to go spectate. Yeah. I don't know if it's allowed with coronavirus right now, but uh, if they are, I am down to. I think it's great. I'm down too, but it would only have to be on a Sunday. I would... Uh, I would only be able to go on the Sunday, not oh, the Saturday. Yes, yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I wanted to sign up for that one, but uh, you know, I kind of got to get this this ball ro- rolling on the Cobra and Yes. <laughs> I thought about just taking the Type R, but which he wants you to. <laughs> he always want he only wants me to take the Type R. <laughs> he does. <laughs> but um the Type R I, I want to I kind of want to replace the tires before I go back out. Mm-hmm. So this last time um, the last event I did for Speed Ventures, I needed new tires. I was literally like greased up and burning my last Federals. Shit. <laughs> um, to the point where I was uh, oversteering in the front wheel drive. Damn. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> it was very fun, honestly, but I burnt those tires out. So um, I was hunting everywhere to get myself a new set. And I know there are people saying there's always better tires out there, but bang for your buck and how quickly I was burning through them at the track, the Federals were great bang for the buck, even okay. though they did overheat and grease. <laughs> okay, okay. But when they were fresh, like I was able to actually do really well with them, and I, I enjoyed them for the price. Nice, nice. But they were out of stock everywhere. And so I was calling up shop after shop after shop. Nobody had them. Um, I called up one shop and they offered me some comparables, basically, that they said um, is a company trying to compete with Federal. Which I is? Was, uh, like Zeno something. I don't know it. <laughs> I don't know it neither. And I was kind of like, mm, I don't know if I want to throw some fucking weird shit in my car. And he's like, dude, I, I don't know how they do. He's like, I just got them. The rep said they're actually really well and they're competing well with Federal's. And he told me he'd give me the whole set for two hundred bucks. Normal price would be about fed- the same price as Federal's, around like six hundred bucks. That's not bad. So he's like, "I'll basically give you this set if you just try them out and let me know." And I've been to this tire guy like for years. You know what I mean? He's always done my my swap outs whenever I have to swap out tires. Shit, I'll try them out on the Mustang. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I did try them out, and they didn't do terrible. So oh, um, you actually went through with them. Oh, yeah, I went through and I tracked them. I said, fuck it. (laughs) And you know what? It was uh, because I did the Speed Venture event on the last life of my Federals. Like, it almost didn't have any tread left. (laughs) Okay. And um, I took these these tires out to Big Willow. And they were very consistent, but they just didn't have the same grip that the Federals did. Mm -hmm. The Federals had a lot more grip. But these stayed really consistent even when I got them hot. Like, I tried to heat, you know, I pushed the tires, and it was a hot day. It was at least, like, a 90-something degree day. Yeah. And I never got those tires to grease up. Probably make a better drift tire, which is kind of like what Federal does anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm pretty sure those tires were pretty decent for drifting and keeping consistency under heat. 
but I don't want to track those fuckers again. <laughs> so I I want to get a new set of tires before. So I'm setting my next track day for October. October, okay. That's gonna be with uh, NASA at Button Willow. Ooh. So I'm I'm setting it for October. I'm gonna put some fresh tires on the Type R, and I've been meaning to take the Type R to Button Willow because I want to kind of benchmark my time yeah. right now that the powertrain is still stock. This way, I can kind of have something to compare it to with the better drivers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Because I feel like I do pretty decent times at um at Fontana, the Roval. Yeah. But not for whatever reason, not very many people like that I've seen with Type R's track that one. They always go to Button or they always go to Streets. You know what I mean? No, you did say something that <clears throat> you did say something that caught my attention. What's that? While the drivetrain is still stuck, what do you mean by that? Oh, it's going to get modded eventually. Okay. I just want... I don't want to jump ahead of my skill. Mm -hmm. So, like, right now, I know that I can't really drive the car to its, like, max potential. So, adding a ton of power, adding this, is only going to mask bad driving on the track. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's only going to be like, oh, well, I'm making these times at the track because I have an extra 60 horsepower, 70 horsepower. You know what I mean? So I want that stock-to-stock comparisons with people who've benchmarked good times at the track. Mm-hmm. So if I know, like, there's a couple guys I know that are really, really good drivers, and they made some amazing times out there. So if I can get close to them, stock-to-stock comparisons, then I know that my driving has gotten to a better level, and I can mm, okay. I can mod without feeling guilty like I cheated myself. You know what okay, I mean? I see what you mean. It's... I don't know. It's kind of like a, my own self-discipline to make sure I try to make myself be a better driver. Yeah, just some personal goals. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like some personal goals, and I reward myself with a mod. Reward myself with a mod. I made another time, you know what I mean? Got to motivate myself somehow, right? <laughs> yeah, can't go around that, honestly. But yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of where that's at. I know I kind of shifted a little bit into uh, track plans, but... <laughs> nah, it could be personal updates and everything, project updates and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you scheduled your uh, trunk install yet? Yes. So we're talking about. Um, so we're just. Uh, they're really busy preparing for track. I'm gonna be really busy for the next two weeks. So we're talking back and forth uh, to see when we can actually plan something that meets everybody's time. Because we'll probably have to have the whole day. Uh, first, it's gonna be with six element design. Uh, well, first with Ron and Scott, do the fitment first, just the drilling to know where the fitment's going to be. Then with six element design, with their help, wrap the trunk and then, then go back to actual install. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we've already discussed, uh, we're going to go with possibly the Avery white gloss, not with 3M because it's got that hue, it's got like a yellow hue to it. Okay. Where it, whereas the Avery white gloss, it actually stays more white and is more comparable when we compared it to the car color. Pink, All right. The pink color, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So we're just going to go back and forth uh, once we start. Once I start to see that I can have time to actually plan something with them. In the meantime, I finally got the El Camino back as well for my mechanic. Um, so excited that all the seals are, uh, the seals are sealed up. No more leaks. Oil, uh, oil pan, uh, switch that out for uh, steel oil pan, uh, no more leaks, uh, gasket, the rear main seal has been uh, sealed as well, uh, transmission pan, the bolts on the power steering pump were broken, so the, the pulley was twisted, so I never, it's been a while since I looked, so I, I did not catch that honestly. Um, and then the bolts holding the water pump, I mean, not the water pump, the fuel pump, that's where I had some leaks too, and the bolts holding it were also broken, so. The fuel pump? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know those were, like, external. Uh, I, I guess, like, an aftermarket, I don't know. Okay. Uh, so, got all that stuff, so I no longer have to worry about leaks. So, cool. probably start, uh, start planning, investing maybe some money towards interior work now. Yeah, drive stains. Drivetrain sounds solid now. Mm-hmm. Ready for the track? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. I got you. I know, I know. <laughs> All right. You heard it here. Manny's going to track the El Camino. <laughs> In my dreams. I mean, Tommy's already 
he, our buddy Tommy, he has Forza New Horizons. He actually built my El Camino in this game. <laughs> so that's that's my way of tracking it. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's cool. Anything else with that? No, that's pretty much it. Cool. Let's close up the episode then, Manny. Why don't you yes, tell the listener definitely. where we can where they can find us you can definitely find us on instagram twitter and facebook at unaccepted pod and we do have a website unacceptedpod.com yes and be sure to like subscribe follow leave us a review anywhere you're listening to this podcast um and if you want to have any questions send us a death threat send us an unaccepted rev uh you can send that to unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com and we'll see you guys next wednesday adios